Welcome to the Knowledge Podcast, where we discuss things that we all should know. The old saying is that knowledge is power. From saving lives to improving your life and life hacks, we discuss them all. We are proud to be part of the HefePods Network. You can find our show at HefePods.com. That is spelled J-E-F-E-Pods.com. Now, on with the show. Let's talk about worry, or more specifically worrying. I used to worry a lot, and with the help of therapists and friends that have been there, I learned things that I could do to greatly reduce my worrying and instead replace it with peace of mind. That doesn't mean, and I don't want anyone to think that, my life is totally worry-free because it is not. However, it is not a constant, chronic, or even frequent problem. First and foremost, if you are experiencing chronic worrying, please seek help from a qualified and well-trained professional. Nothing about this podcast episode is designed or intended to take the place of medical professionals. I will repeat that. Nothing about this episode of the Knowledge Things You Should Know show is meant to replace qualified professional help. I simply want to share with you what has worked for me. I used to be plagued by worry and anxiety. You could say that I had a committee in my head that never stopped. Now, I don't spend much time thinking at all. I work to constantly keep my mind clear, and instead of worrying about the future or outcome, I instead focus on the task at hand. This learned skill has to be practiced all the time. When I start to fixate or worry about the outcome of a problem, I try to immediately start doing other things, both physically and mentally. There is an old saying that you feel the way you feel because you think the way you think. Between friends and therapists, I have learned to do other things instead of spending too much time in my head thinking. As a matter of fact, my wife will often ask me, what is on my mind when I've been quiet for a long time? And I have to make stuff up because I was not thinking much at all. So let's start with an explanation of what worrying is. Worry or worrying is described as a common human emotion characterized by a state of anxiety, unease, or concern about potential future events or outcomes. It involves thoughts and feelings related to anticipated problems, uncertainties, or negative possibilities. When someone worries, they often engage in repetitive thinking patterns and mental preoccupation with the source of their concern. Worry can be triggered by a variety of factors such as personal issues, work-related stress, health concerns, financial difficulties, or significant life changes. It is a natural response to situations that are perceived as threatening or uncertain. While some level of worry is normal and can even be useful in motivating problem-solving and preparation, excessive or chronic worrying can have negative effects on mental and physical well-being. It can lead to increased stress, difficulty concentrating, disrupted sleep patterns, irritability, and other symptoms of anxiety. Managing worry involves recognizing and challenging negative or irrational thoughts, practicing relaxation techniques, maintaining a healthy lifestyle, seeking support from others, and adopting coping strategies such as mindfulness or problem-solving skills. In cases where worry becomes overwhelming or interferes with daily functioning, it may be beneficial to seek professional help from a mental health practitioner. What mental health issues can excessive worrying lead to? Excessive worrying, also known as generalized anxiety disorder, GAD, can have a significant impact on mental health. Here are some mental health issues that can be associated with excessive worrying. Anxiety disorders. Excessive worrying is often a core symptom of various anxiety disorders, including generalized anxiety disorder, GAD, panic disorder, social anxiety disorder, and specific phobias. 
Persistent worrying can exacerbate these conditions and contribute to their development. Depression. Chronic worrying can lead to a sense of helplessness, hopelessness, and feelings of low mood, which are characteristic symptoms of depression. The constant preoccupation with negative thoughts and uncertainties can contribute to the onset or exacerbation of depressive symptoms. Obsessive Compulsive Disorder OCD. Obsessive thoughts and excessive worrying about specific themes or concerns can be linked to the development of obsessive compulsive disorder. Individuals with OCD may engage in compulsive behaviors or rituals to alleviate anxiety caused by their persistent worries. Sleep Disorders Excessive worrying can interfere with sleep patterns and contribute to the development of sleep disorders such as insomnia. The racing thoughts and heightened anxiety make it difficult to relax and fall asleep, leading to sleep deprivation and its associated negative impact on mental health. Physical Health Issues Prolonged periods of excessive worrying can also have physical health consequences. The constant activation of the body's stress response can lead to chronic muscle tension, headaches, digestive problems, elevated blood pressure, and weakened immune system, among other physical symptoms. Substance abuse. Some individuals may turn to alcohol, drugs, or other substances as a way to self-medicate and temporarily alleviate the distress caused by excessive worrying. However, substance abuse can worsen mental health problems and lead to addiction. It is important to note that excessive worrying does not necessarily lead to all of these mental health issues, and individuals may experience different symptoms or combinations of conditions. However, persistent and excessive worrying can significantly impact overall well-being, and seeking professional help from mental health providers is recommended for proper assessment, diagnosis, and treatment. Again, uh, we are talking about excessive worrying. Everyone has different threshold levels of what is acceptable to them. But when family members, friends, and close colleagues start to mention our moods, it is fairly obvious that there is a problem. While it is normal to have some level of worrying when it becomes an obvious in our lives, we missed an opportunity to address and relieve our level of worrying at an earlier point. This is the Knowledge Things You Should Know podcast. We're going to take a short break. When we return, we will discuss solutions to getting relief from worrying. Discover the exciting world of podcasts at hefepods.com. Immerse yourself in exciting stories, learn new knowledge, and connect with great podcasts in both English and Spanish at hefepods.com. From captivating stories to life advice and much more, there's a podcast for every interest and passion. English and the hard-to-find Spanish language podcasts are all at hefepods.com. Don't waste any more time. Find a great English or Spanish language podcast to follow and discover a world of possibilities in your own language. Find the best podcasts at chefepods.com. Welcome back to the Knowledge, Things You Should Know podcast. We're talking about worry or the act of worrying and more importantly, how to get some relief and achieve a calmer, more serene life. Here are some strategies from experts that can help relieve worrying Identify and challenge your thoughts. Pay attention to your worrisome thoughts and question their validity. Often, worrying is based on irrational or exaggerated thinking. Challenge those thoughts by asking yourself for evidence or alternative explanations. Practice mindfulness and relaxation techniques. 
Engage in activities that promote relaxation and present moment awareness, such as meditation, deep breathing exercises, progressive muscle relaxation, or yoga. These techniques can help calm your mind and reduce anxiety. Establish a worry time. Designate a specific time each day to focus on your worries. When worrying thoughts arise outside of that time, remind yourself that you will address them during the scheduled worry period. This can help contain and manage your worries, preventing them from taking over your entire day. Engage in physical exercise. Regular physical activity has been shown to reduce anxiety and stress. Engaging in activities like walking, jogging, swimming, or any form of exercise that you enjoy can help distract your mind, release tension, and improve your overall well-being. Seek support from others. Talking to someone you trust about your worries can be therapeutic. They may offer a fresh perspective, provide reassurance, or offer helpful advice. Consider reaching out to friends, family, or a therapist who can provide professional guidance. Keep a worry journal. Writing down your worries can help you gain clarity and perspective. Use a journal to document your worries and reflect on them later. This practice can help you spot patterns, identify triggers, and develop strategies for managing your worries. Engage in pleasurable activities. Make time for activities that bring you joy and relaxation. Engaging in hobbies, spending time with loved ones, reading, listening to music, or engaging in creative outlets can provide a positive distraction and help shift your focus away from worrying thoughts. Challenge avoidance behaviors. Sometimes worrying leads to avoidance of certain situations or activities. Gradually confronting and engaging with the things you fear or avoid can help reduce worrying in the long run. Start with small steps and gradually work your way up to more challenging situations. Take care of your physical health. A healthy lifestyle can contribute to improved mental well-being. Get regular sleep, maintain a balanced diet, limit caffeine and alcohol intake, and incorporate stress-reducing activities like exercise into your routine. Taking care of your physical health can have a positive impact on your mental state. Consider therapy or counseling. If worrying becomes persistent and significantly affects your daily life, seeking professional help can be beneficial. A therapist or counselor can assist you in developing personalized coping strategies, provide support, and guide you towards long-term solutions. Remember, overcoming excessive worrying takes time and practice. Experiment with different strategies to find what works best for you. If your worrying persists or worsens, it's important to consult with a mental health professional for further guidance and support. Now, I want to share with you a few things from my own experience with excessive worrying. In my case, it definitely was a symptom of another condition. So please feel free to avail yourself of good professional help. I would worry about the future a lot, and it was a problem every day of the week. Not every moment of every day, but mostly when my mind was not occupied with something else. Then it gradually lessened in frequency to only Sundays, the afternoons in particular, because those were the times when I had the least amount of time dedicated to doing other things. And I would start thinking... Many of my friends and trained professionals broke it down to me this way. My mind is like a bad, crime-filled neighborhood. I should never go there by myself. I would immediately begin to do one of two things. Either relive the past and get resentful, oftentimes holding myself as blameless, which I was not. Or the other was to get fearful about the future and start to worry. The fearful worrying about the future would get bigger and bigger. And in my mind, the situation would become something that I could not resolve. Therefore, I could quit trying and use that as an excuse. 
It should be noted that the vast majority of those things that I worried, fretted about, and feared would never be fixed were resolved favorably and required little, if any, direct involvement from me. I was taught two practical mental exercises to start doing whenever I began to worry or became stuck in fear-based thinking. I realize they sound ridiculous, but they worked for me and, more importantly, might work for you. Keep in mind, they both sound ludicrous and one might seem dumber than the other. First, whenever I became fixated on a worrisome thought, I needed to start employing mental visualization. I was instructed to view in my head that I was taking that thought or concern and placing it into a helium-filled balloon and then letting it go. Uh, I was told to keep an eye on that balloon in my mind until it drifted out of sight. I know it sounds stupid, but trust me when I tell you that it worked for me. Now the second tip, and yes, I know how this sounds. It was explained to me that my brain could not sing a song in my mind and fixate on obsessive thoughts at the same time. So I was instructed that every time I started to think obsessively about some worrying thoughts, that I needed to sing the song I've been working on the railroad, not to sing it out loud, but to sing the lyrics silently in my head. Guess what? They were right. I rarely have to hum that song in my mind anymore. But when I do, I can tell you this, it works. I don't know the words to that song by heart, but I do have the melody committed to memory. It is important to remember that it is possible for the human mind to hum a song and fixate on obsessive thoughts at the same time. The human mind is capable of multitasking to some extent, allowing for various mental processes to occur simultaneously. Humming a song is often an automatic or subconscious activity that can continue in the background while the mind is engaged in other thoughts or activities. Obsessive thoughts, on the other hand, can persistently capture a person's attention, causing a preoccupation with certain ideas, images, or worries. While obsessive thoughts can be intrusive and demanding, they don't necessarily consume all aspects of a person's cognitive abilities. In many cases, individuals may find themselves able to engage in other tasks, such as humming a song, even when they are experiencing obsessive thoughts. It's important to note that everyone's experience may vary, and the ability to multitask or focus on different activities while experiencing obsessive thoughts can depend on the individual and the intensity of their obsessions. Some individuals may find it challenging to engage in unrelated activities due to the overwhelming nature of their obsessive thoughts, while others may find it easier to distract themselves momentarily. The last thing that I was taught and has helped me a lot is this phrase, to change a thought, I need to move a muscle. Remember to try some or all of these suggestions so that you can get some relief from excessive worrying and lead a calmer life. Again, if you are experiencing chronic worrying, please seek help from a qualified and well-trained professional. Nothing about this podcast episode is designed or intended to take the place of medical professionals. I will repeat that. Nothing about this episode of the Knowledge Things You Should Know show is meant to replace qualified professional help. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Knowledge Podcast. We'll be back soon with a new episode of The Knowledge Podcast. We hope that this knowledge will help you or someone else you know. Until next time, see you.